Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. Vladimir Putin is a sign that Jesus Christ is about to return. Notice Ezekiel 38 verses 1 and 2. And the word of the eternal came unto me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, and prophesy against him. There are two specific people in this verse. The first one is the son of man delivering this warning message. And the other one is the chief prince. Now, this should actually be translated the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. In this verse, Gog is referring to Russia. Magog is referring to China. Meshach means Moscow. And Tubal means Tobolsk. So this is the chief prince or the prince of Rosh, or Russia, Meshech, Moscow, and Tubal, Tobolsk. A leader over all of Russia, this vast territory from Moscow to Tobolsk. You see how China is involved there as well. But the prince is in charge over Russia. And so Russia is the primary nation in this alliance. You can see elsewhere here how Japan is involved, India is involved, and there is also a 200 million man army that is going to come out of the Far East and be led most likely by this prince of Russia. You can see in Revelation 9, the description of this 200 million man army. Now, it is really fascinating that the Bible gets so specific. Back when that prophecy was written in Revelation chapter 9, there weren't even 200 million people on the entire earth, much less 200 million men of fighting age and fitness coming out of a specific region, the Far East. So your Bible does really get specific. It talks about this Prince of Rosh. It talks about the Son of Man who is supposed to warn about the Prince of Rosh. And it tells about a 200 million man army led by the Prince of Rosh. These are all end-time prophecies. It is hard to even imagine a 200 million man army, but certainly Russia, China, and their eastern allies could produce one, and they will, as the Bible says. 
we have a booklet available to you for free at thetrumpet.com. It is titled The Prophesied Prince of Russia. In it, Mr. Flurry, Mr. Gerald Flurry writes on page three, God shows us in the Bible that this prince holds a very significant worldwide role. He is a famous and greatly feared world leader. And then in Joel 2 verse 1, it shows the responsibility of God's work, primarily God's man, but also all the supporters of God's work as well. Joel 2 verse 1, blow you the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord comes for it is nigh at hand. So this message is for every inhabitant on earth. Everyone will be impacted by the Prince of Russia and his 200 million man army. The Bible says a lot and it gets very specific about personalities about major world powers in this end time. It talks about a horrifying clash between the kings of the east and the king of the north. In other words, this 200 million man army in the east and the German-led European superpower. How they're going to go to war against each other. And then when Jesus Christ returns, these armies that were fighting each other will, for some reason, turn on Jesus Christ. They'll become instant allies, all to fight against our Savior. All of a sudden, their many differences, their intense rivalry and hatred for each other doesn't seem to matter anymore. Revelation 11 verse 18 says, and the nations were angry and your wrath is come and the time of the dead that they should be judged and that you should give reward unto your servants, the prophets and to the saints and them that fear your name, small and great and should destroy them, which destroy the earth. So this is talking about Christ's return. And how the nations will not be happy about it. This army of the east and this army of the north. All of a sudden, they will unite to fight Jesus Christ. Now, Ezekiel 38 and 39 shows that really the fighting doesn't quite stop at Christ's return. In fact, not very long into the millennium, the thousand-year rule of Jesus Christ over the earth, the Asian army will regroup. Of course, Christ will defeat them, but then they'll regroup. And they'll come back for more. That's in Ezekiel 38. They'll come back for round two. Ezekiel 38 verse 4, And I will turn you back. That's God saying, you're going to lose. You're going to lose the first time, but I'll send you home 
and I'll give you a chance to maybe rethink your actions a little bit. And sadly, the Asian army will want some more. And they'll come back to Jerusalem. And that time they will be destroyed. No more chances. No third chances. Now this is a pretty striking prophecy because it talks about taking seven months just to bury all these dead bodies from this Asian army that will try to overthrow Jesus Christ a second time. They will get jealous at all the peace and prosperity of the Jerusalem region, and they'll try to take it for themselves. And it will fail horribly. The good news is this is a very memorable lesson for the rest of mankind. The whole world will witness this rebellion by this Asian army early on in the millennium. And they'll understand that there is only God's way or no way at all. This prophesied prince of Russia will play a prominent role in these battles at Christ's return and not long afterward as well. And finally, through these rebellions, the world will get to know God. They'll finally see it's not worth rebelling anymore. There has to be a better way. God is most of all upset with the modern nations of ancient Israel The Gentiles have never had any sort of chance to know God like that the Israelite nations have. Israel and Judah have a special history with God. They've been led by God. They've seen God's miracles firsthand. They were given God's perfect law, and yet they rebelled. Israel in particular stopped keeping God's Sabbath day and they got into idolatry and they never had a single righteous king, not one after the kingdom split into Israel and Judah, not one righteous king. And so God expects more from Israel and Judah, primarily America, Britain, and the Jewish nation today. But God will also punish the Gentiles when they rebel. This 200 million man army sure is going to cause a lot of pain and a lot of death. And so they will be held accountable for that. Even if God is even more upset with Israel than he is with the Gentiles. But these Gentile powers are used by God. They're all part of God's master plan. And especially the German-led European beast power, empowered by the Catholic Church, will make the modern descendants of ancient Israel suffer horribly 
all because of our sins, because of our hatred and hostility toward God. But then the Germans will be corrected by that 200 million man army. That 200 million man army of the East will be corrected when Jesus Christ returns. And again, when they try to rebel not long into the millennium. And so really everyone who refuses to repent and turn to God will be punished. We can know that for a fact, but just think about what a unique message this is. This message about a prophesied prince of Russia, Vladimir Putin, fulfilling Bible prophecy, and not just Vladimir Putin, but the man who warns about him and shows from the Bible what Vladimir Putin is going to do. Obviously, a lot of people can realize and understand today that Vladimir Putin is doing plenty of bad things. That brutal war in Ukraine has gone on for a year now. And Putin has committed many atrocities there. He's killed around 130 journalists over the years. He thinks that the fall of the Soviet Union was a tragedy. Even though the Soviet Union killed millions of its own people. So this is not a righteous man. He's actually a very deadly, dangerous, vengeful, spiteful man. And he's extremely powerful and he's causing a lot of problems. Plenty of people know this about Vladimir Putin. But who else is telling you what the future holds and what Vladimir Putin is doing to fulfill Bible prophecy. That's what makes this message so unique. That's why Mr. Flurry warning about Vladimir Putin is so unique. This is quite an exciting message and a work to be doing. Page 13 of the prophesied Prince of Russia says, God says in Ezekiel 38, to prophesy against Russia and its prince in the latter days, because this is going to be cataclysmic. The Asian power that is already rapidly solidifying will be unlike anything this earth has ever experienced. We need to watch Vladimir Putin closely. We also need to know a great deal more about him and what this mighty prince is doing today. Vladimir Putin has really done a lot to try to expand his territory by trying to bring former Soviet nations back into the fold. He has attacked Georgia and Ukraine. He has assassinated Russian defectors those who have fled the nation. And really, 
a quote that really stands out from this booklet that we talk about a lot is where Mr. Flurry said, Putin has a long pattern of diabolical evil on the level of Joseph Stalin. And now, of course, a lot of people might double take at a quote like that, given the fact that, like I mentioned, the Soviet Union, led by Joseph Stalin, slaughtered millions of its own people. But we can start to see Vladimir Putin doing things that are not so different from what Joseph Stalin did. The way he's behaving in Ukraine, for example. This is someone with contempt for human life. He does not value human life. And he doesn't care how many people have to die for him to obtain his objectives. Even his strategy, his war-making strategy shows he's very content to just throw soldiers into the meat grinder. His own soldiers. He doesn't care how many of them die as long as he wins. That is a terrifying reality. And that's why the world needs to realize it. This goes so far beyond Ukraine. This goes into Bible prophecy and the second coming of Jesus Christ and World War III and another rebellion in the world tomorrow where the Prince of Russia is very heavily involved. Vladimir Putin has access to various economic advantages that can cripple any nation that gets out of line. We see him do this all the time by cutting off the gas lines to Europe. Europe can't possibly resist him too much, especially Eastern Europe, if they don't want to freeze to death in the wintertime. Vladimir Putin is the prophesied prince of Russia. But he's not the only one prophesied in Ezekiel chapter 38, verses 1 and 2. There is a son of man delivering a warning message. And we can know by the fruits who that man is. Who wrote the prophesied prince of Russia? Available to you for free at thetrumpet.com. Who delivers this message? Who identifies Gog, Magog, Meshach, Tubal? That is Mr. Flurry. What an exciting warning message. And this is directly related to the second coming. Vladimir Putin is a sign of the second coming of Jesus Christ. One man warning about Vladimir Putin is also a sign of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And that one man cannot do it alone. He needs your support. 
what an honor to be a part of this message, to support that message and magnify it and distribute it to the largest audience possible, and to really anticipate the time when all of these earth-shaking events are fulfilled. Yes, it is bad news in the short term, what Vladimir Putin is doing in Ukraine, for example, the army that he's building, the alliances that he's forging in the Far East, and how they, that will soon afflict the entire world. And yet, we can take heart knowing that Christ will shut it all down. He will strike down the rebellion of the prince of Russia. And we have nothing to fear if we turn to God today, if we repent and follow God today and do his work today and support Mr. Flurry. When we set the trumpet to our mouths, as it says in Hosea 8 verse 1, and blow the trumpet and deliver the warning message about the Prince of Russia, then we have absolutely nothing to fear. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time.